A random encounter at a broadcasting facility. A shared interest and love of all things Marvel. Excelsior! A misinterpreted program title. And behold, a podcast is born. Peter Melnick. Podcaster and comic book enthusiast. And Eddie Wilson! Upstate New York radio announcer still with an inordinate amount of catching up to do. Peter, what are you doing? Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists. Welcome everyone to The Marvelists, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. And before we get into this web wallopin-ish episode or issue, whatever, what have you, we're, we're still recovering from the trailer. Just special. Yes. Oh, special man. Anyway. The new superhero. Yeah. Before we get into the usual rigmarole of today's episode, we want to tell you all at home how you can get a hold of us on them, thar, social medias. In brief. Inbred? What? Brief. Short. Sweet to the point. Yeah, true. But anyway, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? The Marvelists. Well, at The Marvelists. Jeez Louise Simonson, Eddie. I'm going to flip this desk. <laughs> it's going to take some time, but, you know, I'm going to have to... Like, you're right. It's bolted. <laughs> I'm going to have to, you know, just... When I come back big and strong, so help me. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, anyway, anyway. On individual social media, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Peter Melnick. I'm on TikTok at Peter Melnick, but better. You can also find Eddie Wilson on social media. And that is on Instagram at Eddie9193, of course, as well, The in addition to Facebook page, Eddie Wilson. Well, how can people find you on Facebook? Just look. Well, no. What, and I'll be there. What's a visual descriptor? Sunglasses. Hold on. I'm going to go and pull up what Eddie Wilson is on over oh, there. But anyway, you can also find us on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Five star if you are ever so inclined. Broken ice cream machines, McDonald's, beaten horses, dead jokes, over and over and over. The view never changes. You can also find us available on all iOS and Android devices on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, what else? Uh, iHeartRadio. I want to say we're on Spreaker, probably. Spreaker's another uh, popular one. Yeah. Is that right? Well, I it's lo- new I, to me, but that doesn't mean I love, anything. I love watching Eddie's reactions when I name off all these different platforms. Like, what the hell is that? Oh, what's a Spreaker? What is a Spreaker? Yeah, I don't know. But you it's can like all... Putting two words together and you get uh, Spreaker. Who loves pudding? I love pudding. I, old me used to really love pudding. You could tell by the weight. You can also <laughs> find you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash... The Marvelists. Help support the show for as little as $3 a month to as much as... Always gets, always, always gets stuck on that word. You can find us on there and support the show. You get early access to episodes. Our undying love and affection. That's the $3 tier. That's then, a 1990 Nelson song. Well, whatever. Can't live without your... Love and affection. Eh, I'll allow it. It's true. It's a more. It's a hit. It's oh, it's true. It's true. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da. Anyway, you can find us on there for the five dollar tier, where you get everything from the previous tier, and then you also get Fantastic Voyage, where we cover all one hundred and two episodes of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's iconic, legendary, fantastic even run of the Fantastic Four, and that is a great deal for five, five, five dollars. Yes, you also get the other bonus show, You Haven't Read That, where Eddie talks bi-monthly about where? comics he's read that he's never read before. So, Soon to your ear holes, like you say, Watchmen. Yes. Well, it was supposed to be this month, but, you know. It's on the way, like everything else. But also, you can find us on there and get, you know, $8 a month gets you the ability to guest host or 
suggest a topic. If you're a little bit of, you know, microphone So that's the shy. three plus the five gets you to the eight. I get this now. This is good math. I mean, I didn't do that on purpose, but sure. It works. I take all the credit. I'm like Stan Lee. I'd like the cash myself. I know. But anyway, you can, you can also find us on BelowTheCollar.com. Get BelowTheCollar.com slash The Marvelous. And get the Dad Joke Immune t-shirt. Yes. And yeah, if you've made it this far, God willing, you are in fact Dad Joke Immune. And I'm waiting for the day you fill in like the part of it with me where you go, Dad Joke Immune. Like we say it together. It's like, yes. it's like a harmony thing. Dad Joke Immune. Got so, it. Oh, so... If you made it this far, you are, in fact, Dad Joke, joke immune. immune. Oh, I love it. It's fun. We're going to do that from now on. I'm probably going to forget the next time and be like, Eddie, why are you talking at the same time as me? <sighs> so there was a Spider-Man trailer. Oh, yes. It was pretty neat. Teaser torpedo. trailer. Three minutes, perhaps. I like when these things happen, but I got to tell you, Sony drives me up the flipping wall. What's every the single... rule? Is there a rule of trailers in terms of length? Or, is there, or is a there guideline? A, I don't know, but is there a rule where you have to put a trailer before the trailer? Oh, no, I thought I was clicking a gardening video. No, wait, what's well, the point? Like, and it's everything we're going to see again in like 35 seconds. Not bad. If you if you think, you you know, you instead of going back to the beginning, maybe let's get you the first part. You know, Stop mul- defending their stupidity. More views, you know, and and more... Um, Ons, yes. Remembering yeah, morons. <laughs> Neurons and electrons and protons. Well, first off, by the way, this trailer had actually leaked, I want to say, that Sunday. I had gone for my second viewing of The Suicide Squad, which, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned on a previous episode. Hey, good episode. I give a thumbs up for the visual podcast. Uh, yeah, good, good movie, really good stuff. Uh, and as I got out, I knew this would happen. I got a text from friend of the show, Nick Wells, and he said to me, it's out. The trailer got leaked. And I said to him, like, in passing, I'm like, you do realize you're going to be the one that sends me the trailer. Like, you're my guy in the chair. I know this already. Like, anything you hear on my TikTok with Marvel comics and Marvel movies and stuff, that's partially inspired by some discussions me and Nick have had. Mm-hmm. So just, like I said, he is, he is like, starting to become the brains behind my end of the operation, if you notice, like, little things. Hmm. So. I'm not sure how to react to that. So I'll just stay right here. Hello, Eddie. Hi. You're over there behind the thing. Hello, Peter, as the trailer intimates. Yeah. It it was definitely very intimate, you know. I know people that were very excited about that trailer. They had reactions to it. They're not in the hospital from that, are they? Mm, That was a rash. Oh, a rash? (laughs) Great. A rash of excitement from everyone in the Marvel Universe. You'll need a lotion of calamine lotion, as the Poison Ivy song says. Or at the very least, cortisone. Yes, something. I, I like and a Benadryl, it. perhaps, too. Eh, why not? I'll tr- I'll give that a try. I get, like, you know, a little pimple bumps, eczema. Eczema's the worst. A little bit too much information, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Mm-hmm. It sure is. It sure is. Anyway, so this is why you're here. This trailer got leaked on Sunday, and it was literally a cell phone video of a computer screen of a cell phone video of a cell phone video. Picture in picture in picture. You wow. have no idea. Like, just watching this... I was dying laughing, seeing like all, it, it was literally, I'm watching somebody watch it, watching somebody watch it, watching somebody watch it. Like, I get why they have to do that. But it was cool to watch that version of the trailer, which I totally did not watch, you know, due to legal ramifications. Uh, but <laughs> totally. It was totally not cool to be able to see the whole element of the unfinished CGI. Mm-hmm. And it was totally not, you know, mind blowing to realize, oh my God, this is why, like, when, a trailer gets released to the trailer companies. 
they don't have the full version. They have to get the stuff later on, like it gets pieced together. So it's kind of cool to see, know the inner workings of even the trailers, you know? Yeah, well, it's more than we ever anticipated getting before. We didn't know the ins and outs, the little minutia of trailers. Yeah. And now we're finding things like that out, too. And sometimes if a trailer is really good, a movie studio will be stupid and think, oh, we should have the people who cut that edit our tr- edit our movie. <laughs> not looking at the original Suicide Squad movie. Oh, no, I'm not, because that movie sucked shit. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're the guy that said that, exactly. Yeah, no, I, many people said that. You're that. Well, right now, you are. Hashtag release the A or cut. No, no, we're good. Very good. The Snyder Cut escaped. That was a movie. That was a movie. It certainly was, yes. Although, I am a hypocrite. I have the uh, Blu-ray pre-ordered. Well, what am I going to do? Hippo, hypo, hypochondriac maybe next. Yes, I was a hypocrite when I was very happy, Eddie. Must we keep bringing back Fat Peter? <laughs> That's my variant, by the it's way. The, it's the Peterverse. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well. There's nothing but disappointment. Mm-hmm. But in regards to the trailer, we end up seeing the aftermath of... Reveal. Far From Home. Yeah, the whole, he's Peter Parker. Oh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. But... We see a return of Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is, you know, in his very most comfortable outfit as he, you know, has his cloak on. On top of a gray sweat jacket, I thought. Just very nice and relaxing. And inside, now, I assume that's inside his sanctum, sanctorium, but it looks like it's aged, perhaps. Either very heavily dusty or almost looking like snowy, white, grayish. And. Where is this now? Where is it? it's not in loca- It's not on Bleecker Street in New York anymore, or is it just winter time there? Sure. Okay. Any That's, of the above. I mean, honestly, it was very much the return of him, and also that element of do I call you? I, we save the world together. You can call me by my first name. Yeah. Okay, Stephen. Okay, that is weird, but I'll allow it. That's very much the equivalent of you know befriending teachers from high school and middle school and elementary school and saying hey so and so, and it feels awkward as shit every single time. Okay, that's what that means then. I wasn't quite following Stephen's, doctor, Mr. Dr. Strange's line it's, of thinking. It's just the idea of, you know, like, oh, you're calling me by my first name. <laughs> feels weird. There's just that element. Like I said, did, did you ever yeah, walk up to your teachers and go, did you call them Mr. or Mrs., or did you, after, you know, after you graduated, you, call uh, them by the first name? Well, that's presuming that you would have seen your teacher after having them in class. Or, no, or they, they, you know, got thrown into a black hole. You move away, you move on, you know, whatever the next level of education, whatever it is, or get a job, and the teacher is back in that previous, same job, rather. But it's just that idea. Paths don't cross. It's just really interesting seeing that, and we also end up getting the uh, element. By the way, on our Facebook page, there was a comment written by somebody in regards to the trailer, and they go, really, a kid talking to Doctor Strange managed to make him uh, mess up his concentration. That is the dumbest comment I've ever read in my life. This is a universe that has talking raccoons and trees. A rat ran across the keyboard and saved the universe. But a child talking to somebody and making someone lose their concentration took you out of it. One way to look at it. What a silly, silly way. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, at that level, face value, if whatever... Without looking too further into it's, it's like Grant ramifications. Morrison. It's like Grant Morrison talking about the Batmobile. Grant Morrison went on a whole thing where people go, who who puts the air in the Batmobile's tires? No one does because there's no such thing as a Batmobile. It's not real. <laughs> 
So when I hear things like that, I'm just I think of the Batmobile and the tires of the Batmobile. Who puts the air? No one, because it doesn't exist. But I'm looking right at. No, you're looking at a visual interpretation created by an artist oh. with ink and color. Oh, oh, oh. And paper. Oh. Yes, that is the letter after But there's that. a picture of me in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just that, that whole thing of like why that happens. And there's been a lot of discourse on the internet about this in regards to the whole subtext of the story. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man ends up wishing away people knowing a secret identity. It is the story of One More Day, where Spider-Man wishes for his Aunt May to come back to life on the condition that no one knows who he is. It's an absolving of all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some people on the internet have gone on saying, I don't get that. I don't see One More Day. How do you not see One More Day? Yes, I know One More Day is him making a deal with Mephisto. Oh, no. Not <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> yeah. See, now there's Mephisto. Oh, by the way, people have been talking about that as a theory now. Mm. Well, you I'm know. sick of that. I want Mephisto now to be a joke character. It's, in the it's, MCU. it's like Thanos. It's inevitable. No, no, it no, could it's not. very well be. A mm. lot of people have been talking about with that trailer, with that part, in regards to the issue of the the wish, and it is definitely one more day. Eddie, you're familiar with the one more day story, correct? Va- I vaguely. Aunt May, Aunt May gets fifty cented, and you know, he, he got shot nine times though. She got Uncle Ben almost. Well, okay. And he wishes for her to come back to life, but on the condition that everyone, you know, doesn't know who he is, that he's Spider-Man. Yep. But also, in turn, that breaks the marriage with Mary Jane Watson. That's basically the thread I got from that storyline, yeah. So now I'm going to pitch an idea, because this is what I think is going to happen. As you can tell, Spider-Man is in a relationship with MJ. Well, what I think is going to end up happening is he ends up wishing it all away. That's the condition. Mm-hmm. So as a result, she doesn't know he's Spider-Man, but also they're no longer together as a couple. So what ends up happening? Peter Parker is distraught. He's very upset. And he's talking with Ned. And Ned goes, oh, hey, Peter, look, look. Pats him on the shoulder. Blonde walks into the room. <laughs> Credits. You don't say anything. And you can kind of do it like just a very, uh, you don't say who it is. You just have like a random, the back of some blonde with a ponytail. Mm -hmm. Just keeps walking. That's how you do it. And you leave it there. Maybe throw in the uh, blue ballet shoes like the Spider-Gwen character. (laughs) Why not? Yeah, okay. The idea of just introducing Gwen Stacy into the Marvel Universe because it is very, very, very long overdue. And while... Emma Stone is one of the best portrayals of Gwen. Let's pass the torch to somebody else now at this point. Well, we don't know about her movie contract either, do we? It would look like a cougar, Eddie. She's too. Oh. Old. She'd be too old for uh, oh. this version of Peter Parker. Oh. Okay. But in regards to a lot of the stuff going on with this trailer as well, we end up seeing him in a scene that I'm going to dispute, although there have been a lot of people questioning whether or not this is the case. Daredevil. Daredevil is supposedly in the trailer. Which, hey, I get it. I understand why people would think this. But when you see Peter, he's sitting in the uh, courtroom. Or not the courtroom, in the uh, police uh, briefing room, right? He's handcuffed. When you ha- are with your lawyer talking, I believe, I'm. you know, I've never been arrested, so I don't know. But the whole thing of 
he's he's sitting there handcuffed to the table, talking with his lawyer. That's the beginning of the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, but somewhere we're talking yeah. we're talking key points of this uh, trailer, mm-hmm. and with that, I feel like that's not him. That's a random police officer. He's got his jacket off, and he's got the sleeves rolled up and everything. You see his arms. Oh, he's like, oh, you know, Peter, put stuff on the table. That was the sound of the stuff on the table. Okay. It's not. It's not his lawyer. And also, a lot of people are speculating. Well, if it is not Matt Murdock, well, the reason they're justifying. I'm trying to word here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I get you. And I'm just again picturing now when you when you did the put the stuff on the table. Yeah. I realized there was a big like dossier of, of files yeah. and info and stuff. And that's it's because a cop. He's getting arrested because he caused. Um, oh, oh, he was supposedly the cause of Mysterio's death. But Peter says no, it was the drones that did it. But you made the drone. Yeah, but it's a, it's a cop. It's not a lawyer, and that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people are saying it's that. I'm like, no, it's not at all. And. The other element is, like I said, this person does not have their jacket on. It's just the white dress shirt uh, rolled up. Yeah, it wouldn't be um, a lawyer that would be saying... Matt Murdock always has his jacket on. Mm -hmm. And mind you, yes, that's a character trait of the Netflix version of the character, but it's still Matt Murdock. He still would have his jacket on. You know what? It's grasping at straws here, It is, you. it is, but, too. But, you know, I'm thinking, too, that if this is the line of questioning that's being given to Peter, maybe it is him, and he's trying to gauge his heartbeat to tell, see if he's going to be lying or not. So he might be portraying, might be doing the good lawyer, bad lawyer thing, perhaps. I don't think that's an actual thing, Eddie, but... Well, since we're going at straws... I'd like a curly Q one. Oh, well, are we going to be going for a... What about curly fries? I like Arby's when they well, have... You, you know, can't the put those through a straw? All right, fine. Not with that attitude, mister. <laughs> Let me tell you, fat, the Adventures of Fat Peter, he had a lot of fun times with discovering different ways to eat food. Oh, okay. We'll get to that, maybe. No, we won't. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't mean today. <laughs> but in regards to another thing in the trailer, we got to talk about the biggest thing in the trailer. The hints towards the Ramiverse, as well as the... Uh, Amazing Spider-Man movies. We end up supposedly... Like, I did not see it, but some people have the electricity signifying Electro. And the first of two big things that were shown in the trailer. The first one, the pumpkin bomb. Yeah. Oh, boy. With with an accompanying laughter in the yeah. background. It was Willem Friend. Michael... Uh, maniacal type laughter. Yeah, it was very Michael. Yes, it was. So I heard that. If this spell worked and things were reversed, and we don't know who Peter Parker really is, then that leaves it open to the possibility of Green Goblin coming back and a twerking Spider-Man. Ooh, uh, that's another thing. Booty for days, but spider butt for days. But in regards to the whole element of Willem Dafoe, there were reports when the movie was getting ready that that was an option, that Willem Dafoe was, in fact, seen around the Atlanta, Georgia area where they were filming it. So Mm -hmm. take that for what you will. Then the other big reveal. And by the way, there's a lot of stuff. We're going to also be talking about the leaked photos from the set. But before we get to that, we got to talk about the final shot of the trailer. Your friend and mine, Alfred Molina. Otto! Oh my God! It's Alfred Molina. But I'll explain that to Eddie later on. But the whole idea of that power of the sun in the palm of my hand. 
If I were a rich man. Well, that's, yeah. That's something that you won't get unless you follow me on Twitter. But that whole scene, I watched it initially as the bootleg of a bootleg of a bootleg of a bootleg on Reddit. But then when I saw the actual real deal, to quote Cisco from The Flash, I got goosies. And that movie trailer has been making me want to revisit the Raimi Spider-Man movies again. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really want to watch one and two. I've been, I've actually been watching a bit of it on my phone because I have it in my uh, iTunes account. And yeah, my God, like I don't know. A lot of people are speculating this is going to be like they're they're hoping this is going to be a love fest for the Raimi movies. The thing is this. You can only do so much stuff with the Raimi stuff. You still have to heavily incorporate uh, Tom Holland. You mm-hmm. got it's got to be Tom Holland focused because you don't want it to be like, well, time to get push the kid to the side. It's my time to shine once again. <laughs> no, you want to. People think it's going to be he gets pushed to the side. It's not. It's going to be them passing the torch down to him. And a lot of us have been talking about this with that. First off. Let's talk those uh, leaks that were the images that were leaked. It was a shot of two people maskless, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. And one of those photos was actually copyright claimed. So, if it gets a copyright claim, it is, in fact, the real deal. The real deal, yeah. And if that is the case, we got a Spider-Verse going. Or a continuing one. Since it's kind of been started. No, not really. I know I know what you mean, but it's... The whole thing is a lot of people are also speculating whether or not you can take the Raimi movies, whether you can take the Andrew Garfield and Friends movies, and put them together as a part of the MCU viewing order. What? Like, now you can kind of say the MCU started in 2002 with Spider-Man. It does and it doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And it's very, like, this is what Amy Pascal badly wanted. She wanted these movies, the Andrew Garfield ones, the Tobey Maguire ones, to be interconnected into the main MCU. And I get that. I understand why she would want to do that, because that's meaning, hey, our stuff is a success. You definitely want it. Like, I get also Kevin Feige, on the other hand, where he's very much apprehensive, because they were good movies. For the most part, you have Spider-Man 3, which is not a good movie. You have Amazing Spider-Man 2, which... <sighs> well, it's it, a, it's, you know. it sucks. Like, yes, it has the characters, Eddie. Mm-hmm. But a story that's told terribly is still told terribly. But I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't think he wants him in there because it'll sully the reputation of the MCU, but... This is an MCU that also has Incredible Hulk, Thor The Dark World, and Iron Man 3. So, really, are we going to talk about quality? Or or are we going to talk about the elephant in the room? Elephant. Listen to you. Elefante. (laughs) In Spanish. Yeah. Perhaps. A plus, sir. Well, you know, you have the Spider-Man movies that were of their own, and now... It's it's like, I don't know, after the barn doors close, the horse is out. You can't, I don't think, put them into that. They have to remain 
separate as they were from the beginning, most likely, because that's just going to be even more perhaps yeah, confusing. I'm in I'm in complete agreement because uh, so, then there's going to be John Q. Public going, wait a minute, Howard the Duck is a Marvel movie. Is that a part of the MCU? What? There's <laughs> duck titties in this. What the hell? I got kids here. That's the recall on that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What the duck titties? Uh, yeah, it's pretty damn memorable, Eddie. Eddie. Yes, duck, it is. Duck tits, woohoo! I mean, yes, they are right, <laughs> Eddie. Well, I was being singular, and it really wasn't. I'm going to be silently judging you for the rest of this episode. Mm-hmm. As if. <sighs> what if? No, no that's, that's later, another that's thing. Later, that's later today. Mm-hmm. But in regards to, yeah, I am in complete agreement because of the whole, it makes it very convoluted. It makes it very confusing for, again, John Q. Public watching these movies. It's enough that we already have the uh, disjointedness and um, non-correlation of, of the X-Men universe and movies and so on. Yeah. Yeah. And so, let's not even talk about the comic books with the numbering system. Oh, oh, what about the what about well, the buy the, what about the buy numbering system? Oh, even what about the boxes, the corner boxes, or what about where the issue number goes, Eddie? Well, that's already a given. Shout that's out the, to Tom Brevoort, by the way, for having to put up with that that <laughs> that uh, issue that day. Like, like I wasn't the first and won't be the last <laughs> to to do that. Now, Eddie, what about proofreaders? Now that's another quite different. Man, that was my favorite thing. Writing that in the what if the, the hypothetically dis, dis, uh, hypothetically speaking description where I go, this episode has it all: Captain Carter, Steve Rogers, and a person. <laughs> How did I write it? I go, someone pointlessly complaining about grammar. <laughs> Peter Palmer, Superman. Yes, right. Three times in that in that initial uh, oh, issue. Oh yeah. man, but. We are currently on a very interesting road to this movie. And as of this recording, unfortunately, Venom got delayed. Oh. January. Okay. Which... Reason notwithstanding, not given? Well, what do you think it is? Uh, the money. It's the budget. The, the, fe- the fear of the pandemic that's still ongoing. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, dummies, mask up and get a stupid shot. Just do it already because I want to see these movies already. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, like I'm, I don't want to have to watch it on my phone or an iPad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's me on my soapbox. But in regards to that, you know, it's with the with the trailer for Spidey, they knocked it out of the park to the point where, as of right now, that trailer uh, exceeded the view count of Avengers Endgame in that... a 24 hour span. Mm-hmm. And I th- I want to say that like I th- like over twenty million views or something like that. I, I did not notice. I just yeah. wanted to get in get out of that trail as much as I could and Why retain. Didn't, you didn't want to watch it. Not at me. Get, get out. out. Leave. Like get just absorb and uh, take in. And yeah. well, many people have watched it. Many people have absorbed it, absorbed it more than we have, evidently, mm-hmm. because like I said, Crusher Creel. Those numbers. Because th- this shows the hype, and it shows the love and attraction people have towards the character of Spider-Man. Like, why so many people gravitate towards Spider-Man all these years later, especially the Tugboat Maguire movie. Especially the, you know, as much as some people will poo-poo it, the Andrew Garfield movies. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Tom Holland ones and Spider-Verse and Venom. There's, there is a fandom of these characters that has been going on for decades upon decades. I mean, Spider-Man is almost 60 years old. You know, that's that's staying power. 100%. And, and aging, too. But you get to see in this trailer also 
And with good reason, there are good reasons to want to unknow who Peter Parker is and the other characters that it's affecting, whether it be Aunt May, schoolmates, and and you know down the line with with that. But as a, I don't know if it's bodiless voice says, be careful what you wish for. Which that, I think is possibly uh, Willem. It's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. I'm, I don't know. I don't know who it could be, but like I said, I'm I'm keeping my ear to the ground on all of this, and it's just, it's funny because I have not been excited for this kind of movie in a very, very, very long time. Endgame is the... So I, th- I feel like my hype for this is exceeding Endgame. You know? Yeah, well, yeah, time... Not too much. Yeah, well, it's been a few years now. I think removed that. You know, we knew the build-up to Endgame was there, so there was that level of excitement. So, how's it all going to tie up, wrap up? This is a different. Where's it going to go from here? Because we're not really sure. But I don't know. It's I'm again. I'm excited to see where we can go with this and what could be done because there's a lot of stuff that they have not revealed, obviously, and like. There's a lot of fake leaks going around, one of which was Spider-Man walking with Matt Murdock. And it was literally just a cell phone picture of the Spider-Man or the game Grand Theft Auto 5 with the Spider-Man skin on. So they're just walking by and then they photoshopped in Matt Murdock making it look real. I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's cool." And then my friend goes, "Oh, no, that's faked from a year ago." I'm like, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> but yeah, they there's a lot of stuff like getting thrown out into the ether trying to trick people and I get that I completely understand I mean you know that's the success of those uh, scam artists who will call and ask about you know the warranty on your car my favorite thing is I tell them I'm a double amputee the awkward silence afterwards hey if it works then oh and it's beautiful because I mean they're pieces of shit for scamming people as it is so I'm going to be a piece of shit back at them probably the most ongoing phone call that you don't want to get. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, is the warranty on your car. And it's it's all BS. But that's, yes. that's a subject for another day, but like I said, if you, if you want to have fun, tell me you're a double amputee or a paraplegic. It's always fun. Not not those situations, but Or just, if you want to just make it very simplistic, I don't have a car and I don't drive. No, you just say I'm a double amputee. And then you lead to the, like the awkward silence of my my this has been my favorite one they go. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And I wanted to say back Yes, every day of my existence. I'm very sorry to hear that. But I digress. Yeah, well, the request that Peter again makes has don't to be call my number. 100% Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, Eddie. The anti-Phil Collins don't lose my number song in spoken form. Peter's request has to be, I think, across the board 100%. You can't have 8 out of 10 not remember. It's it's all or nothing. Yeah, be, yeah 100%. But and, here's the thing. And somebody pointed out this plot hole of, well, yeah, he can do that. And then, oh, they don't know? You can then tell them on your own afterwards. Yeah. Ta-da. It's, just like a, it's just like hitting a reset button of a sort. Yeah, and then you go, oh, by the way, I'm but now if Waka waka. And now if for Peter talking too much, too strange or not, that something doesn't go correctly as planned with this spell of reversal or whatever, so... So we will have to find out, I suppose, what the results are from the way this spell was executed. One quote-unquote plot hole that someone discussed in regards to this was, well, what about people that... 
want to watch old episodes of the Daily Bugle and they see the episode involving the reveal of Spider-Man. Wait a minute. He's he's Peter Parker. Or the whole issue of looking at newspapers. You know, I would think that but it would be all of the, forms of thank you yes. are going to be wiped out. Like people are being very literal of I don't want anyone to know. All right, well, you know, we'll make and them the, what other way we, you would know by by hearing it, by seeing it, by he's reading a, it. He's a wizard. Always. Yeah, thank you. But yes. people don't get that. But you know, they think, oh, well, he's just a wizard, and it's going to be, you know, the very much the wizardry of uh, all of it. You know? Mm, yeah. I don't get it. He's a sorcerer supreme, a very fine wizard. And how much merit do we take to Wong saying, don't cast this spell? I mean, Wong is just the guy that goes into a portal and pieces out every week. But with a suitcase. Oh, I'll see you later. He just came through and said, don't, like a, like his conscience, perhaps, love, telling, I, like a Jiminy Cricket to Pinocchio or I, something. I love him so much. Just like his, his level of, well, shit's going down. See you later. He may know something that Stephen doesn't, perhaps, he, by saying, don't do this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't he showing up in uh, Shang-Chi? I wouldn't doubt it. So I, th- I would I, think, sure, very, remember, very probable. If I remember correctly, I heard somewhere he does show up, so that's what he's doing. Maybe maybe Wong knows something where if Stephen is messing with the dark side of these Moon. supernatural forces, that could lead to him becoming a, a, a Baron Mordo, perhaps. My favorite thing about Eddie talking with his hands sometimes, sometimes... Sometimes it works. Sometimes he does like a hula dance. It's pretty great to watch. Aloha-y. <laughs> like, I just Aloha. thought you could do that. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'm just trying to like wax on, wax off, sort of getting warmed up for that. Ah. Uh, Cobra Kai season four this December. <laughs> but in regards to also just another thing away from the trailer, the future of the MCU involving Doctor Strange. Rumor and innuendo right now, per Daniel RPK, who is a noted scoop artist on Twitter, you know, gives his industry insider stuff, and we'll talk about it. He recently tweeted that. Elizabeth Olsen is going to be showing up in Doctor Strange number two. That's now who's talking with their hands? Stop that. This guy. Yes, but anyway. Yeah, clearly as I the, point across to... Uh, as the audio podcast sees it. Anyway, Doctor Strange 2, she's going to be in there, apparently fighting a Foxverse character. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are speculating, well, it's got to be a mutant. No, it doesn't. Because it can be a Fantastic Four character. She could be fighting the ever-loving blue-eyed thing. She could be fighting Dr. Uh, Reed Richards. She could be fighting Matt Murdock, Daredevil, played by Ben Affleck. You never know. But my speculation, and I put it up on my TikTok uh, earlier today as of this recording, the video that I discussed was, why couldn't it be Johnny Storm? That's your early introduction to the Fantastic Four. And then you end up having like a homage to the scene of Endgame with Thanos and Scarlet Witch of you took everything from me. I don't even know who Mm. you are. Steve? I don't even know who that is. You end up incorporating him and it brings that whole element of the multiverse aspect of this person is so and so in this universe but in this universe they're this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's very possible and as I said in the video as well he has expressed in the past he would love to reprise the role of the Human Torch. <laughs> it's doable, and it's mm. very much a possibility. And if it does happen, I would be 100% up for that. Yeah, I agree. And you, would, you would be. No, I would be too. And I mean, you know, of course, he's Captain America now. 
right down to his personality. Like, he is 100% Captain America. But give him that little break from that stoic figure. Have him be the party animal that he used to be back in the day. Just not the same for Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Too yeah. soon? Yeah, probably was. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In regards to a lot of things with this, the future of the Marvel Universe, we don't know what's to come, but we hope you'll be here for some other stuff in the future. Oh, by the way, go to YouTube and find the Marvelists on there. We're on there. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. You say it so meekly and yeah. so mildly. Yeah. It's like the sauce at Taco Bell. Meek and mild? No, mild. Oh, okay. It's like the sauce at Taco Bell. Listen here, you big galoot. <laughs> See, that phrase never gets old. I love saying galoot. I, I suppose. I... Anyway, that's going to wrap this episode up. Whew. For the Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. Excelsior! Well, shouldn't I be saying that? Because it's what-if month. Eh. <laughs>